But where are you really from? But where are you really from? Hi everyone, I'm Jesse Lin. And I'm Angela Lin. Welcome back to another episode of But Where Are You Really From? Today, we wanted to talk about LGBT portrayal in the mainstream media, particularly when it comes to some of the newest films and TV shows we've seen. The different portrayals of LGBT people, particularly in the movie by Billy Eichner, Bros, and also the infamous episode in The Sandman where almost everyone turns out to be gay. And I think the fundamental question is, is there too much LGBT portrayal now? And why do we feel that way? or why don't we feel that way in certain pieces of media. My perspective is I love all LGBT portrayal. I wish some of the things were written better, but more for me is better. I think that having more visibility in front of more people, even if some of the characters are not that great, is still a good thing. Like if you look at Will and Grace, which is like this like fundamentally gay show that a lot of gay people grew up watching. The characters aren't that great. Grace is basically picture-perfect fag hag. Will's, like, really neurotic. Jack is, like, the really fairy person. And Karen's, like, the Republican drunk person. So, like, the characters are, like, really fun, but they're also not particularly deep, as I remember them. More is, like, a subjective word here, right? Like, more than what we had before is definitely a good thing. In general, having media portray what real life and the real world is actually like is my personal take on, like, where the sweet spot is. Everyone should feel represented in some way when they watch something on screen. Like, it shouldn't just be like, I don't relate at all to these people because no one looks like me, no one acts like me, no one has, like, a life that has anything to do with my life. That's generally bad media portrayal in my view. So there are plenty of LGBT people in the world, so they should be on screen. That's my general perspective. In terms of if it's too much, I think why we started talking about this topic, as you mentioned, bros and salmon are recent examples that jumped out at us. And for me, I just feel like we're in this weird stage of media portrayal in in many aspects actually not just lgbt but because this is the topic we're talking about this community we're trying to like right the wrong of having them either never be in the cast at all or be portrayed as these one-dimensional characters in the past we're trying to right that wrong now in hollywood my perspective it's swinging a little too far because they're just like hey we like done this group wrong in the past so let's just like make everyone gay now <laughs> because Sandman was the one where I was like, what is going on here? I just felt like every character that was introduced was gay. All the main characters except the Sandman himself were like LGBT in some way. The bad guy with the lack of eyeballs guy was gay. Constantine was made into woman and she was lesbian. The Hurricane Vortex girl was gay. It was like every single character was LGBT in some way and I was like, hey, I'm happy that you have like strong LGBT characters in here, but do you really need to make every single person, it seems like 80 to 90% of the cast, swing some way other than like heterosexual like it just feels like it was trying to make a point a little too hard and so it it jumped out at me for that reason it wasn't like oh there's like two gay people and I feel uncomfortable it's like no I'm I don't feel uncomfortable it's just like to the point of what I want media to represent is real life when I walk around 80 to 90 percent of the people I'm surrounded by are not gay so I just need like a little bit more diversity from that perspective in swinging it back a little bit is kind of how I viewed 
shoot it. Now that you mentioned that, I don't actually know why that is. I mean, it's based off of a comic book by Neil Gaiman, and Neil Gaiman was involved in the production, so I don't know if the characters were all originally written that way. It just might have been how they were all written. But I do think there's this interesting thing that you brought up, which is like the difference between representation and then like feeling like you're seen by the piece of media that you're watching. Because backing up a little bit away from the LGBT bed, but like when I watch Crazy Rich Asians, I was like, this is great representation. I love that they have like some of the issues that I see in my life on the screen. But like, do I feel seen in this movie? Like, no, like I'm not fucking rich. And I'm also not a game theory professor. And were you like, none of the characters were like possibly me in my life. So I do think that there is like this really important nuance to put out there because I feel like part of what you're saying is that like, I don't know if you can feel seen if you don't feel represented, right? So like you're saying that the saturation of LGBT people in the cast made it feel like you weren't represented because that's not how you are oriented and thus you can't really connect as well to whatever that they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true because the only straight person was like the Sandman, it felt like. So maybe, I guess so. Yeah, I just feel like it's a lot of um, drama. But bros, we also discussed it because you were saying like there were like a lot of parts of it that were like super in your face about like the really dirty reality of being gay and like the very like sexual aspects to it. It's a little bit difficult sometimes because you can look at a piece of media and be like, that's like way too extra. But sometimes things like that are like part and parcel with the experience. Like where would Brokeback Mountain be if there weren't like intimacy scenes that were like really awkward? It would just be kind of this like, maybe they're just really good friends and questionably lovers kind of situation. I do feel like a lot of the parts of that kind of like, I guess if you want to call it raw portrayal, I mean, I didn't really like the movie either, but it is like a very real funny takedown of like what does happen a lot in the gay community parried upwards yeah i guess it's not the sex itself it was the way it was portrayed that was like oh i what am i watching and to your point it was a comedy so he really just like ratcheted it up to make it like very in your face but i was like oh my god <laughs> and some of those scenes were very extended and i'm i'm sure it was for comedic purposes yeah but i was like okay the sex was like whoa 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 <laughs> for a lot of the scenes but also the whole premise was that they were opening an lgbt museum right like that was like the main one of the main plots so then of course like majority of the cast was of that community in some way so to your point of like representation versus actually feeling seen this movie the the main reason i didn't like it was that everyone kind of still was a one-dimensional character because they were trying to represent every potential individual in the like lgbt community like everyone except billy eichner's character essentially had like no real oomph to them like the entire council of people trying to make the museum besides billy were just like classic butch lesbian all the characters were like mm, you're just there to like check that box it was almost like if you had had fewer characters but let them be real people it would have felt more like a legit movie to me and of like some sort of message in there than trying to just throw every checkbox out there and have them be very shallow. Yeah, I'm not really sure about like how they used some of those characters either because they're kind of just there to support Billy Eichner's personal development 
in a way like a backdrop to that which is like again i didn't particularly like the movie so i was like not super invested in any of the characters anyways i do feel like one of the reasons why people are like about the movie is that's the kind of person that billy eichner is like he did build on the street so it's like a lot of shock value kind of situation and i don't know if the intention is to like make people think about why they're uncomfortable but i definitely did think about why i was like like because a lot of the sex scenes i was like i don't want to see even i don't want to see this like i just i'm not interested in seeing billy eichner in that position but then i was like okay like why is it just because like not interested in billy eichner or like i'm like scared to be watching this on an airplane when everyone is <laughs> that's exactly the context i was watching the movie i was like oh my god don't look at my screen i don't know i think it's funny because sometimes it looks a little bit crazy but then other times i feel like even though it's crazy i still vibe with it a lot like the episode of the sandman in the diner where everyone turned out to be gay but at first you were like it nobody here is gay except for the very clear girl who's a lesbian after i watched it i was like i think this is so funny because it's just like this fucking crazy fever dream warp done by this guy who stole all the dreams and so like everyone's dreams get perverted into this like crazy realm Hmm. yeah when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey listeners, wondering how you can support us? The biggest way is by increasing our visibility by following us on Instagram at where are you from pod on TikTok at but where are you really from subscribing to our YouTube channel under but where are you really from podcast rating and reviewing us on Apple podcasts and telling your friends the more people we can get to listen to the show the more we can continue spotlighting different perspectives and stories and if you feel so inclined we're also accepting donations at buymeacoffee.com slash where are you from thanks y'all so what would authentic representation of LGBT look like for you? It's so hard to say because there's such a varied expression of what it means to be LGBT now. And like, there are so many people coming from different socioeconomic backgrounds, which really changes what your experience of LGBT community looks like. But for me, I like seeing more like normal moments. I like things where it's like snapshots into people's lives. There was like this really sexy art house film. It was something like Looking or Morning After or something like that. The story was basically like these two guys, they meet at a bar and then they just like hook up and they spend the whole weekend together. And then at the end of the weekend, the guy finds out that the person that he had been staying with is basically leaving the UK to like move to the US. And he's like heartbroken because he like fell in love with this guy over the weekend. And I'm like, that is like a story that so many people can jive to. Like, especially when I was first going out and sleeping with people, there's this like conflama of like sex and love and it's like all new. So it feels beautiful and like magical. But then you come and question like okay well like at the end of the day like we literally just spent like one weekend together and we just had sex together and that was it but it puts kind of like front and center of like why did you fall in love so quickly with this person that you just met and like what does that even mean given the context of like what time you spent with this person it takes those like small moments and expands them into these kind of like big questions about like love and attraction and like 
meaning in your life when it relates to people like I, I like stories like that and obviously like fun silly stories are really great too like I love watching Will and Grace I liked watching Fire Island with Jill Kim Booster which was also more of a comedy but I would say like gay themed movies that I have like really been interested in are stuff like that I can totally vibe with what you're saying about just it being about normal life or little normal moments that someone would have in their life because we talk about everything everywhere all at once all the time but even though at the meta level that movie is like so wild because it's all these multiverse things at the core it's about this family that has shit that they're dealing with just like normal shit right a couple that kind of like lost their spark a mom and daughter who have kind of like a strained relationship the daughter who happens to be lgbt and kind of like reconciling that with her relationship with her mother and all these things they're normal things that like a family might deal with or a couple might deal with and they just happen to be asian the being asian part is not in your face in the same way as crazy rich asians that's just who they happen to be so then some Sometimes there are little moments of their Asian culture, like the language coming in or the fact that she threw a Lunar New Year party and all these things, but it's just woven in. Everything else is very relatable to almost anyone, regardless of what culture you're in, because it's very human. And for me, when you described the movie that you relate to, I didn't watch that movie, but as you're describing it, I'm like, I can vibe with that, even not being LGBT. The idea of like, do I have way too strong of feelings for somebody because we had an intimate moment or like this spark connection? That's a very human thing. So for me, authentic representation of any community, LGBT, Asian, any community really comes down to like, are you portraying me as a real human going through like human things that even people outside my community could understand. But if you're in my community, you just have this extra layer of understanding. You're going to get the understanding of the movie without having to understand the cultural context. But knowing that context gives additional levels to the movie. It means that certain pieces of media and certain ways, like a lot of sex scenes or something that's really explicit, seen there may not be understood by the audience if they haven't gone through that kind of experience. The broasting is very true to life because the gay community is like super sexualized and there is like a lot of sex happening and that's like something that's always like lingering in the background. But if you haven't participated in that part of the community as a gay person or a straight person, you'd be like, like, I don't understand what this is. Like, why is it like this? So I, I do think that like there are so many different layers and what's successful about a piece of media that does representation well is that there's a baseline understanding that everyone can get out of the film and they can get some kind of like meaning from it. And then there's like a little bit more on top of that, like behind it, that people who belong to that community can really like vibe with. All right. Well, listeners, we would love to know to hear from you what your thoughts are and also hear maybe your favorite gay representation that you seen in media recently where you were like wow I really connected with this story or these characters or I just found this piece to be like really beautiful we would love to see and hear more of that let us know what you think wherever you're watching this or if you're listening to this on audio hop on our social media on Instagram or TikTok and come back next week because we will have another fresh episode for you then and until then bye Jim bitches <laughs>